0: Love Talk Radio What's going on ladies and gentlemen It's
1: Topic, any topic, we prepared, we ain't scared, we just, we be talking sex, lies, right here, whatever My homie JT, and b Sports Center yeah. Miss we bringing guests after guests after guests And we can to competition, we demand our respect Check out the check, out the check, yeah, we eat This ain't a podcast, this is the life that we lead From relationships, politics, you
2: hear it all here Got the stilettos and combos and fashion right here If you want us all the lead, hit a right right
1: we Or you can download on iTunes, you know she that Got a show on YouTube and all, no, man, I swear she the sh- My homie T-Wake with up, no, we up in this bitch Champagne celebrating this year. The next year, at the next year, at the next year, at the next year, at the next, next year, for the Misty experience. Oh, Whoa.
3: Welcome to a new episode of the <laughs> Newcrew As we have a topic in spirit of this quote unquote holiday weekend, tonight's topic is the cost of freedom. So I hope you're ready for an insightful, reflective, real talk type of show can want to miss experience, and before we jump in, I miss my boy, I missed his voice, been what, two weeks since I heard his lovely voice, what's up, T, how you living? What's good, Lee? What's,
2: what's good, good people? Everybody out there in radio land, listening, another week has yeah. come to an end, which means we in your ear, loud and clear, yeah. and we just yeah. trying to entertain you so you can get your weekend started, so, you know. Um, you know, it's been, been, you know, two weeks, you know, I was out last week because baby girl had a birthday, so my little girl 14, so, you know, I had to take the time to celebrate with the fam, and then, um, yes. you
0: know,
2: what can I say, like, uh, this week, is, you know, I, I t- I've i been taking it easy, let's, let's put it like that, I've been taking it easy, Not how
3: so about sad. you, so
2: how, how you feel about uh. that? Day off right there
3: in the middle of the week. First hey, I, I heard most
2: people like, oh, we got two Mondays. Not me. <laughs> but a lot of people was like, oh, I got two Mondays. I was like, I'm gonna take it. Uh-huh. I'm gonna take a five day weekend. <laughs>
3: <So>. <laughs> you know, I didn't have that. Um, I had to work Tuesday. I had to work Thursday. Uh, it was just a day off for me. Like I'm really not. I don't know. I feel so indifferent about Independence Day. Um, I think the older you get, the more you realize the importance of different things and what's really that serious for you. So, I spent my day off. Um, I went to the movies and I did some yard work. I was out in in my yard, man. I was pulling weeds and hosing down my yard and my grass and You know, my grass was looking a little dry. It's been real hot. So I was like, yo, I need to go out here and handle some business. And I got dressed up, and I took myself out. I went to the movies and saw The Incredibles, which I love, 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 and I want to see it again. Um, It was such a good movie, and it was so cool. If you didn't see it, um, how the intro, you know, Samuel L. Jackson and Craig T. Nelson and the voice of Mrs. Incredible, was like, yo, it's been 14 years since the first movie, but we're back, and you're gonna love it. And I loved it, so go go see the movie. It was a good laugh. It was a good, fun movie, and it was a lot of adults in the movie, too, which was kind of dope, so that's how I spent my day off. Not my holiday. My day off.
2: That's cool. You know. Cool, cool. Yeah. I, I done, yeah. It, it, was, it was an interesting day, especially in the... Uh, the times that we're in now and, you know, all of the injustice that's going on in our country as being, you know, Mm -hmm. perpetrated by our own government, and to Mm -hmm. see so many um, politicized comments you know, come through on the social media that I keep up with and just to see a lot of people's comments, especially you know, um, not just black people, but, you know um, people that that really have a um have a strong sense of what this country should be, what it's supposed to mean, so forth and yeah. so on. You know there's there's a there's a lot of there's a lot of conversations going on out, out here today, and yeah, uh, this this uh it's interesting to hear and see. You know. Um, hmm. You know, when, yeah, when you were asking and were saw
3: about a lot of. Which is, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. No, I was gonna say I saw a lot of posts, um, um, which I was pleased on social media, you know, about Frederick Douglass and um, a lot of historical posts um, from people that I follow on social media that never really post things like that. So it was very refreshing to see how people are becoming more aware. Of sex, you know. So that was, was kind of cool, you know. So I like it, man. I like it. Tonight, man, we're we're getting getting into it with with this topic, and I um. T, you know, you know, T, y'all, if y'all if y'all tuning in for the first time, T is our our. I don't want to say woke, but he is our man that power man. <laughs> he's, our, who, who would be the, he's the hip hop loving uh I don't, fight the I, power. I I'm just really no, I I, I, wouldn't,
2: I wouldn't I wouldn't I wouldn't go that far. I'm I'm just You would go that far. I see I see a lot of things. You know what I'm saying? And yeah you know, um when you see stuff go down, like, you know, I I hate the phrase, you know, everybody's like, oh, I'm woke, I'm woke, I'm woke. Uh, Yeah, you woke. Being woke ain't enough. You know what I'm saying? Like, if if you're not, if you're not being active, it's one thing to be woke, it's another thing to be active. Um, But like, for me, if I see something, if I see something, I'm going to say something. Let's just put it like that. Right. So, if, if if I have the chance to have a conversation to, to tell somebody or show somebody a perspective that they might not have seen it from the angles that I see it and it helps yeah. them out and maybe inspires them to do more than just see the angles too because yeah. like I'm trying to do more than see the angles myself and that's the hard part is yeah. finding out where do you get into X so you see more than just the ankles, like, yeah, figuring out what cost I have to pay to make this world a better place, you know what I'm yeah.
3: saying? right, yeah, it, it yeah, getting I, you into know, our topic, yes, getting into our topic, is- ladies and gentlemen. Our topic tonight is the cost of freedom, um, just a full conversational freedom. You know are are we still paying the cost Do we need to re- revisit do a return in exchange you know over the the course of history um in the states of the United States of America and even in other countries, you know what I'm saying we look at freedom and oppression and you know slavery and and all of that um slavery has impacted a lot of countries and a lot of cultures um outside of the Americas um however, I do think that to a degree. Uh, freedom and slavery and oppression has had a longer impact because it's a newer uh, abolishment in our country as opposed to other countries to a, to a degree in different avenues. So we're talking about that tonight. Uh, if you have something to say, want to comment on this topic? Call in 347 is the number throughout the show. As always, I'm going to be posting questions and comments on social media. You know how you know how we do, let's get these logistics out the way. Uh, oh yeah, by the way, J T has kinda of went crazy on the gram. Like he's been posting like all day. We had a he's he's a he's a gram lover now. So follow him on Instagram, J T N Y G nine seventy on Instagram and Twitter. Follow T T E E W A K E on the gram myself, it's just Miss Lee on Instagram and just Miss Lee on Twitter, Miss Lee on Facebook. Connect with us, rock with us, comment with us and, and be a part of the conversation. Uh tonight's music is also inspired by freedom, oppression, um, overcoming, you know, but it's in the spiritual not spiritual but in the new. Got some oldies, some goodies, some flashbacks and some 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 you know some important stuff. So that's what tonight's music is inspired by. Um, so I hope you're ready for this conversation. We about to get into it. It's going to be an experience. <sighs> See, you were the one that thought of this topic um, because I definitely was at a loss for words when it came to this topic for this week. And I, I think it's a good idea that we did decide to talk about it due to the Fourth of July. Just you know, leaving us and, uh, on 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 Wednesday. So, see, what, 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 let the people know why did you think they're having this topic. Give us the background. What, what does this mean to you, sir?
2: Why, why this to... conversation yes. and why I think this conversation is relevant at this point in time, why we need to have it is because, you know, we, we look at all of the things, like I said a little earlier in the show, we look at all of the things that's going on in this country. We see the families being torn apart at the borders, for simply coming to this country, fleeing for their life, looking for asylum, looking mm-hmm. for that safety, looking for that thing that so many uh, of us um, who, you know, so many of uh, so many of people in the country, their ancestors came looking for a better way of living, looking for yeah. uh, a, a better way. And, you know, Looking for freedom in a sense Like freedom from The violence in the countries that they are Freedom from oppression Freedom from Religious persecution All of these Mm -hmm. people When you look at how America was formed You know the the pilgrims Came running away from Religious persecution You know what I'm saying Um, Mm -hmm. You had and, And you know I, our ancestors were forcibly brought to this country, which is a whole another aspect of the topic. We were forcibly brought to this country as property, not even considered human. And mm-hmm. there was the only one of the few wars that have been fought on this country or in this country on this land. Was the Civil War And the result of that Civil War Resulted in The technicality Of us being free But still all the way up and through the 1960s And even still to this day We still fighting for our freedom And and there's a cost and And, and there's always been a cost When America wanted to get free From under the rule of King George They went to war They had the Revolutionary War and that, that freedom came with a price of life It came with a price mm-hmm. of blood you know, The Civil War came with a price of life Came with a price of blood The Civil Rights Movement came with a price of blood Came with a price of life And here we are in 2018 And are we as free a society as as we as we think we are are there are so many things that have still have not changed the way that ideally we think this country is or this country should be should be and because of some of these things that are that are going on in our government today I think it's a conversation that we need to have that we really need to talk about what it means to be free because one thing I will say for that dude that's sitting over in, uh, over on Pennsylvania Ave, 1600 Pennsylvania Ave, I know one thing. He's made, he's made a lot of people feel like they more free to jump out of pocket and get out of line with a whole bunch of foolishness. And you see a whole lot of shenanigans going on. And we talk about these freedoms and people yell, oh, I got freedom of speech. But freedom... Yeah. Has its consequences Yeah you got There's there's a such thing As freedom but every action Got an equal and opposite reaction So For everything that you think you are free to do That don't free you from those Consequences so that's That's why you know that this This topic came to mind Like as the country celebrated You know the the Birth of of a nation Um this is just one of those heavy topics That was on my mind Because I was like I'm I'm living in a so-called free society But I don't feel free I don't
3: Yeah You know And Thinking about this topic You know I like to do my research And, and, and think about things In a lot of ways And I, I think it's It's important That we go to the, the definition Of what freedom is And then After I read these definitions, I want everybody to really think about, are we free? And um, I think you will really reevaluate what you think freedom is and if we're still paying or we've bartered or we've uh, got a discount. We on a clearance rack, you know what I'm saying, of of what, what really went down. So there's a couple there's two main definitions and the first definition has a couple sub definitions right so uh, the quality or state of being free such as the absence of necessity coercion or constraint in choice of action liberation from slavery or restraint or from the power of another independence the quality of state the quality or state of being exempt or released usually from something onerous or freedom or the freedom of care unrestricted use ease facility, facility um, ease and facility the quality of being frank open or outspoken improper familiarity the boldness of conception or execution and then the second definition is a political right um, franchise or privilege so you know and that's from the Merriam-Webster dictionary um, Google had a different definition of freedom and that is the power or right to act, speak, or think as one once without hindrance or restraint which is very interesting the absence of subjection to foreign domination or despotic government the state of not being imprisoned or enslaved. So those are the definitions of freedom. And do I think we're free? Probably not. <laughs> I don't But do you
2: feel free? I think. Like, do you do I do you feel, feel free? free. Like like when I brought up when I put up the topic, what was the thoughts yeah. that went through your head? Like what's what's the first thoughts that went through your head when when
3: when I brought the topic up? When I thought of it, I I had to think first I thought of the growth of freedom. You know, in a way, yes, we i I feel free in a sense that I'm not like my ancestors. You know, I'm able to go to the bathroom when I want to, I'm able to talk and, and I'm able I'm not held by permission. Um, I'm not owned Um, in a sense of property, so to speak, by another person. You know, so I think when when you brought up the topic, I thought about that, well, I think I'm I'm not in bondage. But then I had to sit and think of it like, but in a way, I kind of am in a different way. And do I sit back and think of can I do and say and act and be who I am without restraint or fearing that I'm not accepted? I can't do that, you know what I'm saying? Like, I think the state of being free is like, hey, I am who I am, you are who you are, I love you and I respect you, and you can do what you want, you know what I'm saying? And you have the power to act, speak, you know what I'm saying? You can open up and be who you are without changing. And I think when you have to stop conforming to who you are on account of someone else, you're not free. You're trying to, you have to abide by a certain level of rule and I'm not saying I think that there's a, there should be a sense of humanity. You know, no one should hate and um, disrespect and Hinder someone from being who they are. And I had to really sit back and think about my most recent experiences within the last month. In moments where I really was bothered that I couldn't be who I was and I wasn't accepted for who I was. And I don't think that's an act of freedom. That's an act of me trying to conform to to do something that I I don't want to do. And in that aspect, I had to really sit back and think like I'm free in the sense of my being a person but I'm not free in the sense of living, you know what I'm saying? And I don't know, and I think that's just kind of built from how this country has been developed and altered. And you know what I'm saying? It's not like we can roam and do what we want and still love our neighbor and appreciate what we have. No, you, you can't do that because it might not be right. But yeah, I, that's what I thought of, T, when you brought this. I was like, yo, am I really free? No, nah, not really. Because in the environment that I'm in, I can't be who I am. And I'm judged by it. And that's not a sense of freedom. You know what I mean? And I think that's really sad. In 2018. So that, that's where I went with that. That's that, You know what I'm saying? And yeah, it's sad, And, and that's,
2: that's, that's very valid. Because, you know, um, does America have you know, does does America have it bad as bad as other countries? No. Is is there a yeah. lot of freedom? Like, cause I, I've had these arguments, and always the argument has has revolved around a conversation of um, white privilege in in the country. And yeah. uh, every time I get into this, every time I get into this conversation, it's like, well, nobody's stopping you from. You know, doing what you want to do, but you. So I don't believe that there is a such thing as white privilege. And of course, whenever I'm having this conversation, I'm always talking to someone who's white, and I'm like, well, yeah. naturally you won't see it, you can't see it because it doesn't affect or impact you. You don't fear for, you don't fear for your life when the police pull up behind you and you somewhere that mm-hmm. you're not comfortable being in. like when you're in an right. area that's pre- predominantly white and and or like for me when I'm in an area that's predominantly white and the cops pull up, like I gotta think twice about what's the response really gonna be. Because they're automatically looking at me as a criminal based on the color of my skin. So it's like that bias. Like that like I'm like yeah. you don't have to you don't have to search for products that are made for you because the standard of beauty in this country is based on a European perspective you don't have to worry about where you're going to buy a house because redlining didn't affect your community you're you're, you are operating from from most times like um you know white people when I've had these conversations with them I'm like your daddy passed something on down To your to your granddaddy Passed something down to your daddy And you're expecting for your daddy To pass something down for, to you And I'm not saying all White people because there's poor white People too that don't know about Wealth building and you know Passing on to future generations But as a whole This society was set Up to benefit you This society yeah. was set Up by White men to benefit white Men and That's how it was and if You don't if you can't accept that That institutionally That's what this country was and it was Set up to maintain that power structure Then if you Can't if you can't recognize that Then you part of the problem And if you part of the problem And you're not willing to do anything To change it like I saw Somebody post something today Like somebody saying That they're socially liberal But fiscally conservative Is just a fancy way of saying Yeah I can pretend That I care about the problems That's going on but because I'm taken care of by the Financial institutions that have Set things up for things to be this Way they are socially I'm not really going to do anything So like when looking at that Like we don't have generational Wealth because Let's face it We haven't been away from The harsh, abrasive Oppressive Institutions long enough To build that wealth We haven't, like as a people Black people have we have black people That are wealthy and are starting To build wealth, but really We only one generation removed From from Jim Crow One generation This country been around For how many years how many hundreds
3: a year you know, it it is a I, and i definitely i think we got to do a part 2 on just the whole um white privilege and fear of fear of race I, I think that's a great subtopic uh because i i sit back and i posted a video i think this morning of a, a woman who was being interviewed by a guy on a show. I don't know the name oh, of the show. Oh my goodness. That was I, and I
2: the, saw the conversation that it
3: was so Yeah, hard. the conversation was about white privilege and, and, and that and I was I was you know, when I listen to things I try to listen as objectively as possible. I really do. And I was understanding some of the points of the interviewer but then I wasn't, you know, I, but then I felt bad because the girl that was being interviewed, ladies and gentlemen, was uh, she wasn't prepared. You know, like one of the one of the things that she said uh, that she went to US UCLA uh, due to uh, affirmative action. Right. And when we look at freedom and, you know, civil rights and affirmative action was put into place to allow opportunities for people of color to keep the inequality. You know what I'm saying? Like there needs to be something that regulates decisions made for jobs, decisions made for school, decisions made for housing and things, of these different laws that kind of came into play in the civil rights movement to help kind of push barriers through places where people of color could not be in. And that's people of brown and black, you know, both complexions that they can get in. So the question was asked of her. Well, she kind of said, i only got it. I went to UCLA, and I was a product of Affirmative Action. So the interview dude was like, so when you want to go to college based off of your own knowledge, not off of a law or something. And I was kind of getting where he was going with it. And then she kind of said something like her father is a graduate of Harvard. And, and he and she was like, and he said something like, "Well, did he? He wasn't a product of affirmative action because he went to Harvard in the '60s. He went based off of his own merit. So, and he just really made her. I, I, and I was kind of, it was kind of like I was getting what he was going with it, but he still, like he said, he wasn't acknowledging the fact that those things is reality. Like we have affirmative action, white privilege, freedom. These are all things that." With, were tools to put in place to ensure that change happens I mean of course everybody wants to go to college and, and get opportunities so, based off of so, their pure merit however you that, can't but that's completely the thing. ignore that all things, that this all things being equal like, all things right. being
2: equal there would be no right. need for affirmative action for affirmative but that action. is the whole exactly. point
3: of affirmative action that exactly. things weren't right. equal Right. Right, and 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 it was just it was like the, the poor thing wasn't prepared for the question. She wasn't, she she couldn't enunciate well and what she could have said. I was like, yo, she could say this but that. Was that's, that. What really I, that's, that's what I. That's what I. It was just like, kind of sad. It was, it was real sad. Like that's it was, that's
2: oh, poor baby. Uh, and, and I and, and I think we all should be equipped to to deal with and talk about the you know that that topic. Although yeah. you know that's not the whole you know whole crux of freedom you know like with with tonight's show it's like there's a cost to be paid so you know what what costs are you willing to pay for your freedom i mean have have you ever thought about that because you know a lot of a lot of things because you know with with um the fourth of july you know everybody's like oh you know and and the whole deal with you know the are kneeling for the flag you know that's so unpatriotic that's disrespectful to the soldiers this that and the third well you know um, soldiers pay pay with the the ultimate price which is their life where they're fighting for you know they're fighting for the freedoms that this country affords um but at the same time it's like you know um what, what costs are you, are you willing to pay? You know, the, everybody doesn't go to the military. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. I've never been to right. the military. Um, right. And I guess maybe that's just because of my disposition because um, I don't see this country doing enough for people of color. And, then, you know, right. they, well, what? what Don't ask what your your country has done for you, but what have you done for your country? No. I I think people of color need to be asking our politicians and need to be asking our country, what have you done for us? Because we've paid, people of color have paid with blood, sweat, and tears to get no acknowledgement, thanks, or appreciation from the country we live in and still to this day treated like second-class citizens. So, for me, when I look at, okay, so what's that, what's that price of freedom? What's that cost of freedom that I pay? Um, you know, like, to me, it, it has to be, right now, it has to be time and energy to help and to uplift other people of color. It has to yeah. ha- I have to figure out a way to give back to my community. I have to figure out ways how to be vocal How I could raise the awareness How I could help keep people on track You know So that you know We can all be in that same mind space And elevate together Instead of being like crabs in a barrel You know what I'm saying Like you're so busy Pull yourself up by the bootstraps Uh uh That ain't how we used to do it That's not not even (laughs) our culture To pull yourself up by the bootstraps our culture is, it takes a village to raise a child. And yeah. I'm trying to be on that village. Like I'm trying to be part of that village. I'm trying to be, you know, part of the cooperative economics. I'm, I'm trying to be, you know, a part of that. Each one, teach one. I'm trying to be a part of that, you know. I ain't trying to, down. I'm not trying to. Take away from another brother. I ain't trying to shoot down another brother or hold another brother down to get ahead. I'm, I'm, I don't know. I'm trying, I'm I'm trying to be a better person. But,
3: yeah, man, it's it's true. Like, we, we all have to do our part to be better people as humans. And I think when we're better people and we value life. We value death. We value um, just the common core elements of just breathing and and respecting each breath we take. I think at that point we'll start to really dive into what freedom really is. And and I think not all of America, just in this country, is on that sense. It's a lot of judgment. There's a lot of just restraint there's a lot of bullying there's a lot of elements that take away from the act of being free that i think we're we've altered it to a what is this freedom going to do for me as opposed to how it's going to make the world better or people better um and that's when i think the avenue of love is gone you know what i'm saying like it's just if you do for me, I do for you. So it's still a barter and trade, and I'm going to get you to where you need to be, but I can't be free and being who I want to be because you're not going to accept it. So it's really a, a mentality as well as a physical piece of the pie that is completely different. Um, but we, we got much more to talk about, and I actually found this great article on the meaning of freedom that I think you're going to really enjoy and how they break apart the elements of freedom and ways that you can create some elements of freedom for not only you, but the community. But I think what we should do is play a song in the spirit of freedom. Um, I don't know if you guys remember this movie, but I thought it was a dope movie back in the 90s. It was called Plan- Panther, right? So Panther was a dope movie. Um, it was. I think it was one of the first almost woke movies <laughs> in the 90s if you use it that way. There was two versions of this song. One was a rap version by female artists, and one was an R&B version um, that was, was, was dropped. So a lot of women on this track. Um, let's play just the regular freedom version in the spirit of the topic. We'll be back with more of the topic. Call in. We'll be back. Freedom? Yeah. That's
2: the freedom.
3: song we're
2: looking for.
3: Yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. All right we
0: will not (laughs) bow down to our racism We we will not bow down to injustice we will not bow down to exploitation I'm going Me, i be the one The be, the be, the
3: That was Patra and SWV and Vanessa Williams and Aaliyah and Michelle Indigale. Cello and Queen Latifah. I mean, there was a lot of people in that track uh, from the 90s movie Panther. Um, if you didn't watch it, go back and watch it. Something nice to see. And it's interesting to see how a lot of these movies are still relevant today. And it was made 20-something years ago. Uh, we're talking about freedom here. It's Miss Lee. It's T. JT will be up shortly. Um, we're talking about the topic of freedom I want to know your thoughts definitely call in 347 press 1 we'll bring you on I mentioned before we played the track that there was an article that I found uh, on uh, this is Institute for Ethics and Emerging Technologies and there's, there's a whole article on the uh, meaning of freedom and this is kind of underneath military subheading and it's also under Repro Right which is really really interesting and this article was made in 2009 right so uh and it talks about how freedom is more than saying i could do whatever i want right there's other elements to what freedom is so there's four different human freedoms and one is freedom of speech and expression so we talk about freedom of speech say what you want me to say express yourself which still has limitations you know what I'm saying? I think old girl that decided to climb on the statue of Liberty was trying to express herself, and she couldn't do that right i I was like, wow, this she really that was gay black women for the for the people uh, <laughs> so well, see, let me ask you, do you think we have do you feel like you have freedom of speech or do you think the average person feels that they have a the freedom of speech and a freedom of expression like everywhere or uh, yes and
2: yes and no. Right, I, I feel like I'm free to say whatever I want, but at the same time, I also understand that, you know, my words there is a price to pay for the words that I say. Right, just because I can say everything I want or anything I want doesn't mean that I'm free from the consequences of of those statements. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like if if I mm-hmm. and and that's what people people are finding out, and I think people are shocked to find out. You know, you, you yeah. got a lot of people that's that's getting out on social media and uh, saying all types of racist things, and and next thing mm-hmm. you know, some people don't have no job because it's yeah. the, their company's policy of decency.
0: So it's like,
2: you know, like this, this people like, like a, one young lady who uh, was like, yeah, we're going uh, nigger hunting, get them niggers. And like that's on, on, you know, online, like, wow. Like, you know, she felt in that moment, I'm pretty sure she felt pretty free to say what she wanted to say and th- didn't think nothing of it but once yeah. you know that went viral and people started yeah. hearing about it first of all she got fired from her job as a waitress and then she was trying yeah. to get into the air force and the air force was like nah son we don't want you no more yeah. now yeah. so and so you see you see these people doing these types of things whereas in maybe the 1930s 40s or 50s it it was, it was accepted because that's how society was. Like our country yeah. does make progress and though that progress yeah. might not come as fast as we would like to see it, some progress yeah. has been made. So again, yeah. like uh, this guy, the Orange Menace, he got people thinking that they could do and say what they want to these days. You know what I'm saying? He got a lot more people coming out and granted, I'd rather know openly that you are racist than, than you smile in my face and be plotting my downfall at the same time, so if if, if you want to wear that racist uh, racist uh, symbol on you cause to me that Make America Great again hat is just a new wave clan hood to me so um when I see people with that Make America Great Again hat, I look at them funny. Like when I see the see the uh the signs on their car, yeah I look at them funny. Now you got the right to say and feel however you feel. But it comes it come with consequences. You can't you can't stand behind people that's clearly bigoted and then have other people not look at you funny. You had you had yeah. that right to express that sentiment by wearing wearing that paraphernalia if you wanted but you know people gonna look at you funny. And that's that's the price that you gotta pay for your expression.
3: Yeah, and and, and just to piggyback um off of that a little bit, when it comes to um freedom and expression and actually this article actually Franklin uh, Franklin Delano Roosevelt actually put these components in his State of the Union address um, in 1941 which is very interesting um, so when I think of freedom of speech and, and expression I, I, I tend to think about um, I, I, I'm sorry I, I gotta relate to my, my women right so the Afro right and How the afro in the 70s was a a statement. It was, I'm not going to conform to the beauty of the white man. I'm going to let my hair do what it's going to do. And I'm going to be strong and I'm going to be proud. And I'm going to, you know, and then James Brown came out with his song, I'm black and I'm proud. Say it loud. Like, because there was so much hate in the '60s and so much hate in the fifties and you know, and in the '70s came, it was like, hey, this shit ain't right, you know, like we gotta stand in that. And I and I sit back and I and I and I can honestly own up to it. I was guilty of thinking that having straight hair was the right way and not really appreciating my kinks and my coils. And now in the environment that I'm in, and I even see, I see the looks on faces of Caucasian people um, and non Caucasian people, even, you know, women that wear weeds and, and eyelashes and butt shots. And, you know, yeah, express yourself to how you want, but express yourself, I feel, in your natural state, you know. And when I started to wear my hair the way that it was, and I stopped permanent it and weaving it and all of that other stuff, it was like I would get looked. Like first from my employer, you know, on some I didn't I wasn't seen, and I and I, I was told this I was I'm not seen as being professional because it's not the white way or it's not the image or and and to me that's my expression that's who I am I'm not changing it I'm free to do what I want and if you don't like it it is what it is and I and I think the best way for our little girls our young girls. I mean, even our young boys, you know what I'm saying? Our young boys of color, be it a few Hispanic, you know, how your hair, Dominicans have just as thick hair as as black people. Haitians have just, like, your hair, your, your, your curves, you know what I'm saying? Teach your young people to embrace and accept and love for the naturalness that comes out of your hair, you know what I'm saying? And being able to express it and take it for what it is. And I, and I sit back and think about, like, how I have looked back at my old positions and different jobs and different environments, how I had to change who I was in order to be accepted. And I, I wasn't really I, – I felt bonded. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know if there's a – I think that's the best way to describe it. Like, you. I don't know if you've ever felt bonded. I don't know if men go through that. And I know some men do when they got dreads or they have braids or, you know, they have to shave and they have to do these things. And they're kind of conforming to – the masses based off of the image that needs to be protected. And when you're looking at the ways that you express yourself, be it in art, be it in what you wear, be it in, um, you know, I think that there's so much judgment, like you said, T, and what those consequences are. And it shouldn't be a consequence to wear your hair or wear uh, certain clothes. Like, it, it shouldn't be that way. It's, I mean, as long as you're clean and you're neat and it's respectful. You know, but it's all about conforming to the image. And I, and I feel like that's, that's, that's adding to the lack of freedom and more of the bondage to it. You know what I'm saying? So that's my soapbox, y'all. But that just kind of touched me when I... So, you know, thinking of Franklin Delano Roosevelt said this in 1941, Here's it is 70-plus years later, okay? And this is still a problem. Um, but that's the first essential human freedom, freedom of speech and expression the second that he talked about in his address was freedom of every person to worship God in his own way. Now that's a deep freedom, T. <laughs> worship how you want, do it how you want, and I ain't gonna judge you. And when yeah, you throw God in freedom, that's, that's, that's real. That's that's, that's
2: but real. that, but that's the thing. Like that, that speaks to a big part of who this country is supposed to be. And you look at the uh, the travel ban that has been um, upheld by the Supreme Court, which literally uh, bans um, people from Muslim nations from coming into the country. You know, th- like mm-hmm. this is this is mm-hmm. what we talking about. Like these are these are the freedoms that were that. Are, are being endangered by this orange menace that's in office now first of all he's against you know um freedom of religion unless you are evangelical then you're okay if you're not an evangelical you better watch how you pray and who you pray around and and then,
0: mm-hmm.
2: you know when you talk about freedom of speech Shoot, he got ice people rounding up people simply for talking Spanish in Montana.
0: Yeah.
2: You in Montana. Yeah. We don't we don't talk that yeah. language out here. So you can't talk yeah. that. you can't talk the way you wanna talk. So boom. He got people getting arrested off of that. Um freedom yeah. of the press? Come on, his right. assault on the fake news. Anytime there's a news story that doesn't paint him favorably, any news outlet that doesn't paint him favorably is fake news, and he said it himself. Yeah. That if you if yeah. you not if you are not putting me in a good light, you are fake news. Which yeah. means basically saying he's trying to take our freedom away to criticize him. And to say this is what's real And and for people women, To look at things From their own perspective And make a judgment about it So like
3: And all of that
2: All of this is, is due to this man's Thin skin And inability to take criticism He thinks that he's right He thinks his way is the only way But here's the scary thing Is 40% of the population is rotting with this dude. And people people want to act like we can't lose these freedoms. But guess what? Hitler came into power with 40% of the people following him. It could right. These freedoms that we have is not guaranteed if we're not willing to do something to make sure that they continue to be as they were supposed to be.
3: Right, and you know, I, I have to go. I have to go there real quick. On you know, and I know, Trump is the the catalyst right now. But in in talking about the freedom of every person to worship God, um, in its own way, I think the underlying issue is that this has been a a cancer for years. Um, before Trump in and, and religion and people being judged if they're Muslim I think people had the unspoken hush hush like I feel this way but I'm not going to say it because you know what I'm saying I don't have the, the go ahead to say it and I can I specifically remember um, a situation that happened to me when I was like a freshman in high school I was the only black girl one of the only black girls in a classroom and I had my hair done, and I think I had like ponytails or something. Something I had like a, a updo ponytail, and I had this white girl. I remember her name to this day. Her name is Rachel. <laughs> That's crazy. I remember this. Uh, and I'm sitting in my class in the class, and it was a science class. It was biology, and they were talking about praying, and I was just sitting there. And they were Catholic, and Rachel asked me. Oh, I know, oh she said to me, I know you're not Catholic because you're black, and I looked at her, and I was like, No, I'm not Catholic, I'm Baptist, and she said to me, It figures, that's not a real religion, you know what I'm saying? And I'm thinking to like, myself, you, this is like 1994, okay? And this blonde-haired chick, <laughs> you know, with freckles in all her, she had her whole little section, you know, and it's like. You, I'm 14 or 15 years old, and I am being judged on what church I go to. And I'm thinking to myself, this is my first time being engulfed in a new school where I am a minority, for real, for real. Like, I'm literally, all of the black people in the school fit down one high hallway, like a half of a hallway. And I'm being judged on what church I go to. And I'm like, when you look back and think of the stereotypes that go along with religion and I can't worship God and pray how I want to pray because I'm being seen as not better than not on the same level as you because I'm not Catholic. You know what I'm saying? And and if you look at how religion, you could be Buddhist, you could be uh, Pentecostal, you could be non-denominational, you could be whatever you are, But the fact that you can't pray and have your own spirituality without judgment is just absolutely insane. And when you look at the element of freedom in this in this way, it's like, yo, for real, people have a problem with what church you go to. Like, people have issues. Like, I remember when I told my mom got and my dad that I um, was
0: what, what, coming when I told into my the community. My
3: dad, yeah, like, I was like, I'm not bad. I don't want to go to a Baptist church anymore. My mom and dad was like, well, what kind of church is this? Do they have... Do you take communion? Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, well, yeah. And I, I get they were looking out for me. But you have to let people be free to explore the elements of God and the spiritual side of it. However they want to explore it without judging. You know what I'm saying? And I think this right here, 70 years later, it's still valid. People can't pray who they want to pray to. Let people pray It ain't hurt nobody.
2: Let them do it. Well, I mean... You don't have that freedom. Look, you see, you see upset... How upset some people get when they're like, oh, there, a mosque is coming into this community? No, we're yeah. we're protesting. We don't want mosques or, you know, uh, like a Sikh community. Like, it's, you know what I'm saying? Like, as free as we like yeah. to think we are, we're yeah. not. And we're not because people got biases. You know, and, and I'm not going to say racism is... is Is the key to all the problems in this country, but it's a big part. And and there's a people, people being cruel, people being selfish. Like if if we don't learn to have hearts for one another, Mm -hmm. we we can never be free. Like you know, you know know how they say, "You know, the truth shall set you free, or love shall set you free." Like that's that. I, I'm more and more. I'm finding that a, a true statement, because like you know, mm-hmm. what I'm trying to be free from is my hate for the guy that's sitting in the in the uh, in the White House. I'm like I'm trying to figure out a way not to hate him. You know what I'm saying? And that's mm-hmm. a hard thing to do. Like people don't make it easy. Like in the way that this society is, where it's people that's you know, you can see the you see the cruelty. Like, you just see the blatant Mm -hmm. cruelty. Like, when you Mm -hmm. see these people going off, like, there's so many posts of people on buses just saying nasty things because somebody is different from them. You know, and it's like, man, like, wow, wow, wow. like, you know, like, man, like, and and that that speaks to our freedom. Are we free to just be? Yeah.
0: Because
2: I can't be free to get on the bus and mind my own business and and go home without having to worry about somebody feeling some type of way and then when you you look at it and it's like, really lady, all of that? When has anybody of color stopped you from doing anything? When? When has it happened? Your little messed up life that you blaming somebody else for like, because I look at all these racist dudes and their little marches and stuff that they want to have, then probably 90% of them don't have no experience dealing with a person of color. Don't know mm-hmm. a person of color. Never had a mm-hmm. job taken away from them by a person of color. Mm-hmm. And it's, just, it's just, it's crazy. Because, like, we mm-hmm. get to this place, it's like... And these people, and and I'm at a loss for words, because these people, the cost that they're willing to pay for the ideal type of of society that they want us to have, some of these people will pay that cost with their life.
0: So the Mm -hmm. question
2: to y'all is to everybody out there what are you willing to sacrifice to keep things? to
3: keep the society free? You know, that's a bigger question. Yeah. So much, y'all. This topic is so deep. (laughs) We got a comment that came through, so we're going to read this comment, and then we're going to play another track, and then we're going to come on back and talk about some more of this freedom talk. So I posted a question on social media. What are your thoughts on freedom? Are there stipulations, restrictions? So Justice said the stipulations are be born black in america we unfortunately don't know what real freedom is yet yes we have more leniency bestowed upon us than other people in countries but true freedom i know no one within my race that can truly say they know what it feels like living in america thank you for that comment yo that's real talk right there we keep the comments coming um we're talking about freedom the cost of it the price of it you know we should be revamped with it and you know we're gonna go with an old people's goodie man the staples singers man i'll take you there one of those songs man takes people to a place we'll be back It's is mclean t and J C. You know, powerful music. You know, we started out with Freedom, off of the plant, uh, Panther Soundtrack, safety singers. We got more, you know what I'm saying? We got more before the show's over. But it's Miss Lee, it's JT. It's T. are here talking about the cost of freedom. We still paying the cost. We got comments coming through. Thank you for the comments. And we're in the middle of, you know, the, the four – Essential freedoms that Franklin Delano Roosevelt talked about in his State of the Union address. And we talked about freedom of speech, every freedom of worshiping God in your own way. And we'll get to the final two shortly, but I got to introduce JT. What's good, JT? How you living, sir? What up, what up? What
4: are we talking about? What are we, on? On? what are we doing? What's going
3: on? Well, you know, we we talking, talking about the cost through. of
4: freedom, brother.
3: The cost of the freedom. Cost of you freedom. know what I'm saying? And and for those that are just tuning in, I, I was interested in, I found this, this article um, from from Franklin Roosevelt's State of the Union and this was delivered in nineteen forty one and how these are the four essential the four essential human freedoms and it's still relevant seventy years from, from the time that he gave the stand on speech. You know what I'm saying? So it's just interesting how time you think it's changed, but it really hasn't changed. But you know, that's that's what we are yeah. That's what we're in
4: alright I'm with
3: it you know so JT do you feel free man do you free are you in bondage like do you feel like you know what I'm saying the master about to stamp your papers and let you be free and you're emancipated like how do you feel like in this this conversation
4: do I feel free as far as the daily day to days of my goings on yeah okay but do I feel free (laughs) as Some other people out here for free? No, not at all. Uh, Did y'all hear about this uh, thing at UCLA uh, and the affirmative action thing? The what? Uh, So apparently, UCLA, I think, is trying to get rid of affirmative action at the school. So everything will be solely based off of grades whatever as I put up quotation marks and all of that everything will be based off of everything not great so I don't know know how I feel about that what they gonna do when Raheem's name come across the board what they gonna do what they gonna do When, when
3: when when when
4: Shamika's name come across born without affirmative action in place. I don't know. What do y'all think about that? (sighs) (laughs)
0: So, um, (laughs) Dag
4: Um... Because we all know... You could be judged by your name alone. You don't even got to know anything else. Hence, one my, of the people, reasons, my people, my people. You know, mm-hmm. what I'm saying, Shamika could be an honorable A student, but we know how this goes. So I'm saying, if they do away with affirmative action, what does that do for people
2: of color? I mean all like we had kinda had this conversation a little earlier. All things being equal, there will be no need for affirmative action. But because all that things right. are not equal in the society we have implicit bias in the society. So if you see two students you see uh you see uh Jennifer Jennifer Armstrong and Jalisa Muhammad um What's the likely chances that Jaleesa Muhammad is going to get the same fair shake as uh, as Jennifer, based off of that name? The the grades are the grades are absolutely the same. So what affirmative action would do is it it sets a quota, like you need to have your school diversified by this percentage amount, and then so now you're looking at okay, Jalisa Muhammad. She seems like she's a person that meets that quota based on her name. Oh, let me go and look and see. Cause like that's the thing. Why on a job application or any type of application you gotta put your color?
4: Why? Yep. It's absolutely unnecessary. Why do you apply for anything? Why do you, need, that you, need, why to you need to know your my color?
2: What does what yeah. does my race have to do? have to do with the job that's being performed and and that' those are these are the carryovers from a society that was built on race a society was built and maintains an unequal system And as, as long as long as that system of or that institutionalized inequality is there, if, if one of us ain't free, all of us ain't free. You know what I'm saying? And, as, and if people don't start so, looking at it like that, it's, it's gonna get worse, a lot worse before it gets better.
3: So here here's my question. So in a Utopia world <laughs> I went back to Utopia. Uh it's a great I think it'll it's a good trial. Um if it's done right and I don't know how acceptances are now with colleges you know back when we went to college it was like you write an essay now I know it's like you can do videos and all kinds of things you know what I'm saying so with hmm. your with your application um, it'll be interesting to see if they are going to go along with this how honest and true the process will be because if it is honest and true and you're not going off the name, but you're going off of the trans, you know the grades, you're going off of the essay, you're going off of the recommendation letters, you're going off the SAT scores, and you're not going off of name and prejudgmental things, I think to be a dope thing that might find itself to work in a opposite effect where you have more minorities than you do the up, you know what I'm saying. I, I think it's interesting but to say that they're just going to do away with it and I, I don't know I think I would like to see at least a year of it to see how it really works out and I guess that's I not a bad idea it in the cloud. you know what I'm saying like, right, let's see right, how yeah. it works I, like I before, like it you know what I mean Like, because the reality, in, a, in, a, in a perfect world that's how college is supposed to work you apply, you, your grades are good, your recommendation letters, your package. the same thing that you go for a job interview. You have your resume, you, you present yourself, you state why you're great at this job, you, you do great things, your history shows it, and then you're granted the opportunity to get the job in a perfect world, even though that's not how the world really works. But if education is is that way, I'm curious to see, and maybe, like, give it a year, and if you might, they might find out that they got more Spanish, Latina, Korean, Native Americans that's more highly educated and straight A's more than the people that aren't that. The other factor of do you the think world they should do that? Other, hmm. Do I think they should do it? Do you think overall? they should do that
4: for, 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 for yeah, exactly for jobs and everything?
3: I think they should. I really do. I think applications were based off of your work and um, and if it was in a perfect world, I'm not, I mean because our world is jacked up and corporations and things like that still go off of what you look like and you gotta put on a suit, you gotta put on this hip and hoe dance in order to get a position you know what I'm saying? I think in a utopia you know, rainbow and unicorn world, that's how it's supposed to be, but our world is not that way you know, I, I think if more people accepted people to be free, to be who they are, and do the work, I think the world and people will be more productive. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And and I think it sucks, but um, and I think that's I think that's how the world, how the USA should have been prior to slavery and shit. Like if it was just better retained people from Africa just got on boats on themselves and just went to different places and explored and settled. I think that's how the world would really be. It's what you got, mm. what you do. You know what I'm saying? Like, But that's not how we were founded. and It's just so tainted.
2: If, what it should've and could've, I mean, like it's those are nice sentiments, but at the end of the day, like we all know how this country was founded. And, and let's, mm. let's not... For, for for people to act like it wasn't founded the way it was, it, it was yeah, founded by, through through deception, theft, and slavery. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like they deceived, they deceived the Indians, ah, stole so from, right. yeah. stole land from them,
0: yeah.
2: stole the land from. Not I'm not even gonna say Indians because they're not Indians. They Native Americans. Some dumbass yeah. thought he was in India and called them Indians. No. They they landed. They they um they deceived the natives. The natives that were here stole the land from them. Then stole people from across the from across the ocean and brought them here and forced them to to do labor. And that is what built up our built up the wealth of this nation, built up the strength of this nation. And then let's not even say let's let's not even talk about um what they how they use uh people from from Asia to expand westward. Let's not oh, yeah. let's not yes, talk about did. that. Let's not talk about the exactly. trailers here. How they you know, so and and that's what you know, and people are like, oh oh y'all living in the past. Y'all y'all talking about old stuff. But as soon as somebody say nine eleven, never forget. The
4: South right. will rise hey, you know, again. Right. Hold, hold on, Let me add on that. Let me add on that. Um, Tony Baker, the comedian. I love that guy. He's hilarious. To me.
3: I love. He him said too. something
4: yesterday. He said something yesterday. He said, you know, people always out here saying the same thing he said to. Talking about why you always bring up the past. Why you always bring up the past? Why? guess Why on the fourth they were celebrating something that happened in 1776. Same exact thing. I'm like, oh. I like Tony. Shout out to Tony Baker. But, um... It's true that, like, they always want... People always want to pick and choose what they want to remember, what they want to forget. Like, so this country was built off of blood, sweat, and tears. And not in a good way. So, you know, why is it that people always got to forget that? If people acknowledge this and embrace it and it's did that that's what it was maybe things can start moving in a better direction instead of you know trying to act yeah. like it didn't happen all of that
3: you know come on man let me uh and i like, want to shout out people um, i want to the... give a shout out to uh real, real quick i want i want to give a shout out to uh the people of africa Um, I don't know. I posted this article on my personal Facebook page about two weeks ago, a video. Um, It was a video that was done about two months ago, and it was the African diaspora and the Caribbean diaspora, and they had a summit over in West Africa, and they had all of the leaders of Africa, um, the caribbean south america and central america and in the in the video in the conference in the summit they the leaders apologized for their part in the slave trade and they and i know the the rumors were out there people would say oh our people sold us and blah 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 and um what was so dope about it and and it's crazy how our people people of color have moved on and acknowledged uh, their part our ancestors acknowledged their part in it but the dominant culture has not fully as a culture acknowledged their part you know what I'm saying I have not I don't remember not one president of the free world say we jacked up by people you know what I'm saying nobody really acknowledged it and you know so it was kind of dope to see all of the leaders from all of the tribes, um, and they talked about in this video how they were strict They were hungry for, for money and gold. We were, they, he said, we were told that we would get this. We were told we were getting uh, riches. We were told this, and we actually sold. We gave our best warriors, and then we gave our warriors. We still were betrayed, you know. It was like a. It was, the video was like right. twenty minutes long, and it was just It was dope to hear, you know, like a genuine apology. Like he apologize they, they apologized for the Caribbean and the massacres that happened from the slave trade in the Caribbean. Um, and it was they apologized for the Americas. They apologized for the Spaniards. They like they apologized, And I was just like ownership, you know what I'm saying? And they said going the forward, we want to help grow the elements of freedom. We want to show the importance And meaning of unity and freedom. And this is a continent. Like people think Africa is a country. No, it's a continent. You know, there were people from Egypt no, no. From, I know. from You know, it's, it's it's just it was it was kind of dope and when you look at how the ownership was taken and if you guys can find the video, I will reshare it again um and I'll share it and the link and everything on Twitter and all that. You guys can follow me and get the video, but it it, this the summit was like two months ago, and it was like a a huge apology for slavery and how it impacted generations after the 1400s and the 1300s and the 1200s. Like, and they and he said in the video, like we have records, like in our scrolls of this is what happened. So it's not something that has been made up along the way, you know. It it, they have the history, they know it, you know Mm. what I'm saying? So. And talking about freedom and talking about the meaning of it, the key is taking ownership of what it is. You know what I mean? So that's just crazy. It's crazy. It's, it was kind of dope. You guys should watch the video. It was like 25 minutes long. I'm definitely going to check Full for that. speech.
4: I'm going to definitely check for that.
3: You know what I'm saying? Oh, so and back to the, the the last two components, of you know, we winded down a little bit. Uh, Franklin Delano Roosevelt also said in his State of the Union address, another essential human freedom, a freedom of want. So, freedom of meeting, uh, security, economic understanding—you know—an element of freedom that is, is something that that's uh, striven for, that you strive for, is not having to want things. You, you're free to know that it's going to happen. Like not having to, I guess, rob Peter to pay Paul or want the best of the best. Like when you're free. And that element of the human freedom that you you don't have to want anything, you know, what's there, and and that's the interesting way to look at it, you know, and and then the, the fourth one is freedom of fear. So this is interesting because we struggle from this right now. You can't even barbecue and play music in your damn garage without the fear of disrupting neighborhoods. But freedom of fear, which is translated into a reduction of arrangements from a point. A fashion that no nation will be able to commit an act of physical aggression against any neighbor. So yeah, you can't sell lemonade, man, without the fear of terrorizing the lemons. I don't know. can't, yeah, that can't was go, go Franklin. Right? You can't. I don't know. Your poor baby can't sit in the car on 4th of July and get shot up. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that just happened in Baltimore this weekend. Like, literally on Wednesday. Seven year old baby fighting for her life because she was sitting in the car and was targeted. You know what I'm saying? Like, now your kids, you're afraid to put the kids in the car. Like, it's crazy. I don't know. The struggle is real, man. Freedom. This topic is heavy, T. I, I can't. I want to be free. <laughs>
2: I want to be free I mean the the goal is the goal is to get people to think and to get people to have these conversations you know what I'm saying like you know um, freedom ain't free and if you think if you think freedom is free then you know you must be dumb yeah dumb like if free not free I'm
0: just saying
4: (laughs) Yeah, I'm just saying like like, if you think we said before ahead, that we said before that black people have only been technically free for what for 54 years, I forgot what it was. That's it. Where we've technically been free as I put quotation marks, only 54 some odd years. So, how is it possible that we are all the way free? Well, we've been here for hundreds and only been free for not even a full hundred years yet. we just hitting that halfway mark of a hundred. We've been here for a hundred. So it's impossible for us to be all the way free. Because if we were, barbecue, picnic patties and barbecue pins and all of that wouldn't be happening. So.
2: Yeah, but that because, that comes with a changing... That comes with a changing of attitude in society, and what we're seeing now is is an attack on an attack on civility. Like it really is, it's, a, it's an attack on civility, where you have people that are in office that are running for office that are very nasty individuals. I don't know if you know, but you got nine count them nine people running for for government office that are proven affiliated with racist groups. These are the people that are trying to get into the office and are trying to make laws for our society that believe other things that are contrary to what's in the Constitution because their interpretation of the Constitution only guarantees freedom for white males. For a white males. You know not for women. Can I, can I, not for people can, of color.
3: I was just about to go there with you. I was I I, I had I have to double that in. And and I know there's so many elements of freedom that we're talking about, definitely the racial uh aspect. But we don't we didn't even touch on the fact that women were property too. Women had no oh, yeah. women you know what I'm saying? You was, you, you know, just basic. Like your, your father uh, got you an old man to marry, you know, and you were shipped off to the old man and you was 15 and you were having babies by a 30-year-old man. You know what I'm saying? Women were property. Women couldn't vote. Women didn't have a voice. You were seen and not heard. And that was something that happened up until, what, the 50s, the 60s? Women had to wear skirts couldn't wear pants women couldn't you know it was like if you had uh if you were provocative you were a prostitute or you know what i'm saying you were a hussy or whatever the words were like when you look at freedom the gender freedom has also been an issue in this country and the property behind how women were seen to men even when we and we've talked about this in the past on on the show you know, uh, the inequalities of pay for women. Women don't get paid the same as men, let alone be a black woman, let alone be an Hispanic woman, let alone be an Asian woman. Women do not get the same freedom that men get. And when we're talking about the element of freedom, there's some big issues. And and I know if you look at other cultures, yeah, there's some cultural restrictions. You know, if we look at the Islamic You know, the side of freedom, uh, that's a religion that that handles how women are behind the man, you know what I'm saying? When you look at the tribal sides of Africa and uh, and, um, uh, Samoa, like these different, where women were seen in a beautiful, um, honorable way, uh, those were stripped when it was, con- you know, I'm going to say colonizers, when the colonizers came came of forever, you know what I'm saying I'm doing my little test thing, you know what I mean and it's like, there's so many levels of this aspect of freedom women ain't had no freedom like what, 40 years ago like, we had to fight to vote I think women were able to vote after men, men black people were, like I, I can I don't remember the years, but one was above the other, and that was just recently women couldn't even work so sad. I just want to Very be free you Very true You know what I'm saying I want to walk around without no clothes on and be free Can we just strip and be naked and walk on the street And be free
2: That's a whole no. different kind of freedom
3: We're not talking about that freedom <laughs> <laughs> tonight, <Douglas>. <laughs> <laughs> Can I
2: just let it hang Can I let the titties go but, I mean like that, like that I mean but like there's so much to it. And I know we get mired down with race because race is something that impacts and affects all of us that are hosting
0: yeah. the show.
2: Um, it's, it's something yeah. that we feel every day. It's something that we see every day. It's something that, that we can't change the skin that we're in. But the like the mm-hmm. reality is, like you look at these people like I started off earlier in the show. You got people that are coming to America Because they see America as a place of opportunity. They're trying to escape a certain violence in their their countries of origin. They're trying to seek a better way of living just to get to the border. And I think it's the right of every individual to come and seek uh, freedom. And and that's not to say I don't feel like our country should should not have borders. But I, don't, I, I, do, I definitely don't think the way that uh, the Orange Menace is instituting policy <laughs> is a good look for us as, as people in the country and, and is not a good look for America because it's basically saying we're treating everybody that seeks to come to this country for asylum as criminals. But it's not even we're treating everybody like that. We're just treating the brown and black people like that. Cause the right. the, the, the Haitians that came over, um, as as a result of of uh, the earthquake that happened a few years ago, those mm-hmm. Haitians that were able to come over here as refugees yeah. now have until summer 2019 to get get their situation straight, or they gotta they gotta leave. You know, there there are so, plans in place right now to take people that have already become naturalized American citizens, go back and scrutinize those records, denaturalize them, which means make them no longer citizens and deport them. And don't think that this yeah. can't happen to black people in the United States when they start asking you, yeah. where's your ancestors from?
3: Speaking of that, That's actually clear. happened to Foxy Brown's father. He uh, went home to yes. Trinidad, uh, and he can't Correct. come back. And he's been living here for like forty years. Crazy. Um, but I'm gonna touch on something that I know was dear to JT's heart, and JT has a very strong opinion about this, and we have not touched on this on the this Experience. But before, I'm gonna say the topic. I'm going to throw it to Childish Cambino, This is America, because I think that's a, a a great song to play at the present moment. Um, but I'm going to say this, and JT, I know you're going to have something to say about this. Um, I'm just going to be honest, and JT going to be honest because he's going to co sign on what I'm about to say. Unfortunately, to the fortunate, um, the homosexual community is more free than the African American person. We'll be back. this child is Oh, Filipino. this is America. Yes. We'll be back. Just saying. <laughs>
1: Look what I'm whipping up, this is America Don't catch you slipping up, don't catch you slipping up Look what I'm whipping up, this is America Don't catch you slipping up, look how I'm living up Police be tripping up, yeah, this is America Under my area, I got the strap I gotta carry them yeah, yeah, I'ma go into this. Uh, yeah, yeah, this is Gorilla. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'ma go get the bag. Yeah, yeah, or I'ma get the pad. Yeah, yeah, I'm so cold yeah. Like yeah, I'm so dull yeah. Like we gon' glow like But I'm whipping them, Ay, look how I'm geeking them uh, hey, uh, I'm so pretty uh, 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 I'm on Gucci uh, uh, I'm so pretty I'm gonna get it This is uh, uh, Ooh. yeah. On oh, my Kodak Oh, know that
5: My follow and listen You, you motherfuckers owe me
3: Call <laughs> 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 Gambino, this is America. <laughs> this was TJT. Before we played a little child Gambino, I made a statement. And, you know, I I want to just say we love all people here on The Miss Experience. Hey, your life is your life, but we just got to be honest about life. And we have to be honest about what we see. We have to be honest about what's accepted. We have to be honest about um, everything. Um, And even if we look at the comparison to the African-American community to those that live in a homosexual lifestyle, you know, black people as slaves couldn't even get married. Okay, we had to sneak off and get married, and we weren't seen as that, and we had to find a priest that could do it and whatever. And if we look at just the element of entertainment, we look at the element of what's on television, if you compare the amount of all-black shows on network television, because I'm a media person, in comparison to the depiction of homosexuality, homosexual experiences on network television on a daily basis, African Americans are outnumbered, Hispanic Americans are outnumbered, Asian Americans are outnumbered, Um, and it's not to show a division, it's just talking about a reality, Um, yes, your lifestyle is a choice, and yes, you have to be, you know, things have to be equal, and your life is your life, and things need to be represented, but on every single major, high-rated television show, there is a conversation, there is an inclusion, Um, Even if you go down to the Big Bang Theory, which is a a funny show, I do watch it, uh, there's more talk on the homosexual innuendos than there are on African-American innuendos. You know what I'm saying? And when you look at these elements of freedom when it comes to homosexual lifestyle versus the African-American lifestyle, I think we're outnumbered. I'm just going to be honest. No shade. Well, that's just what facts are. So I had to put that out there for JT because JT and I have talked about this in the past, and I think it was a nice way to put that in this topic of freedom. I don't know. I, I feel
4: like, let me tell you something. My uh, homosexual people out here—they have been through a lot. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely, yes, yeah, absolutely, and it's still going
3: through a lot. Don't absolutely, it.
4: absolutely. But I feel as though if something happens to one of them, and they say those magic words, "this, this, this happened to me because I am gay," you best believe that the person that did whatever to them is going. Down. Why? I don't know Maybe the whole Glad organization But things get shut down When they use oh. the words This, this, this happened to me Because I'm gay Now, on the flip side If I say this, this, this happened to me Because I am black You heard that silence right after that? That's exactly what the hell mm-hmm. happened Nothing But you say you gay
2: yeah, but, that, but that's, that's because they com- the lgbtq community has uh, has power in the sense that it is not based on race and is it, it has a diversity in regards to Socioeconomic economic status and they utilize they utilize their economic power to a platform for so that they can they can move in the direction that they want to move cuz you know, you got a lot of famous people, you got a lot of um people with, with big money and that, you know, pull levers of power where they can say, Okay, we're gonna organize, you know, um, we're we're gonna organize and we're not gonna spend money. You know, like they get the word out, they they're they're big about, you know, their their community <laughs> because they were forced to be in the closet for so long. I think their community has those types of connections and close and bonds so that when they make a move, they move together on a unified front. Um, and they're able to get laws changed. They're able to get laws passed. They're able to do things um, that other minorities seemingly are not as able to do. Um, but, the, like, and, 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 with that is, is just is how the community mobilizes. But then they look at their freedoms. You know what they're saying? They they want to be free to express themselves sexually. They don't want to be, you know, if, if they feel as though, you know, they were born with the wrong gender assignment. They want to have that freedom. They want to have insurance pay for uh, gender uh, reassignment surgery. And, and they, they move together To make those things happen And they are they're standing up For their rights um, and, and people will use A lot of ignorance to try to shut them down um, And you know One of the things that the conservatives Used to always say is Well if you legitimize um, The LGBTQ commun- Community That's going to be a doorway For the child molesters And pedophiles to come out which ironically that's what's happening now you got a bunch of these sickles that's talking about some we should be included in the LGBTQ community so like and and, and i I bring that up to say um, is freedom is a delicate thing and freedom is a responsibility and when we talk about the cost of freedom we talk we have to always bear bear in mind, once we gain certain freedoms, what are our safeguards going to be to keep those freedoms? Because if the LGBTQ community wants to continue to gain freedoms and, and gain recognition from the mainstream, they also have to be on guard from people that are trying to use pedophilia as, oh, this, this is a part of it, and we should be included too. And the next thing you know, you'll have people that want to have sex with corpses, or people that want to have sex with animals, trying to get get along on that bandwagon. But that's something that they have to they have to guard against. And then, like with every freedom comes a sacrifice. What are you going to be willing to do? How vigilant are you going to be to keep your freedom, quote unquote, pure? And I think what you Whenever you have a movement, you always have a counter-movement. And I think that's what you're seeing, what's going on in America. We all got our tribes, and you have a lot of counter-movements going on. You have these older white guys, and now these younger white guys, who think that, oh, freedom is only meant for white males. And their counter-movement to the culture is to the alt-right. And don't, and and don't think that is not a powerful counter movement. So, in talking about freedom, what are you willing to do to guard that? And then even if, if you talk about black people and freedom, it's like have we we don't even recognize an abuse. We don't even recognize that you know this is lost on a lot of the millennials or is this lost on a generation to think that this is this freedom that we newly acquired since the sixties and the civil rights movement has always been there. And we have not taken care to safeguard these freedoms that we've gained. And if we don't safeguard yeah. them, we are going to lose them. We need more, yeah, we need more black people stepping up to be, uh, officers and the government we need more black people stepping up not just to be the next great entertainer or sports figure but we need police in the community we need lawyers we need judges we need doctors we need teachers we need uh, we need councilmen we need governors we need senators we need these people to step up and make that sacrifice and that's what it is it's a sacrifice and that's something that i learned over this last campaign season as my wife worked with um with the campaign for kevin harris um to see some of the sacrifice that was made to understand that process of local law like that's time effort and energy you have to want to go out and canvass a neighborhood if you want to work for your community Like that's hard work, and that's stuff that
3: people are not willing to do. Well, here's the thing. Um, Shout out to the LGBTQ—I got all of them in there, right? LGBTQ community. Uh, I mean, I want to say the fact. See, you pointed out something in regards to the the unity and mobilization uh, of that community, and that reminds me of how mobilized and how um, the African American community in the 60s in the Civil War movement. It was unified and things happened in that Civil unified right. front. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, right. Um, and um, it's, it's unfortunate that um, my people, our people uh, have not quite gotten it together with the reality of those nuggets are passed down generation to generation, and there's a lot of brokenness um, that stem from, you know, past family, you know, and uh, your grandmothers, your great-grandmothers, you know, the the brokenness is is lost, so the young people um, don't understand the importance, (coughs) excuse me, of valuing the fight because they don't know it, and what's interesting, and this conversation just actually came up at work today. Uh, we were talking about entertainment between a couple of my millennial, as you say, T. They were born in, like, ninety three, ninety four, 94. Like they're really young. So they um, were, talking about, we were talking about entertainers, and I said something along the lines of, I don't think Beyonce is a great singer. She's an entertainer. She's a one-trick pony. She can't act, but she can perform. She doesn't write. She doesn't produce. She doesn't do any of that. She just performs. And um, they looked at me like I had six heads, and I was like, You can't put her on the same caliber as a Michael Jackson, as a prince. Um, And they said, well, she's the best of our time. And I was like, but there's nobody else to compare her to. When you look at the other greats, there were others. And one of the girls said, well, I don't know anything about Janet when she was young. I'm like, the disservice that's done to our young people in really understanding the basics of are great prior to the Theragood Good Marshals, uh, the the George Washington Carvers, the Christmas Addicts, those people aren't really in, reinforced by our to our young people as why they're here because of that. You know what I'm saying? And without Kumo D there wouldn't be a drink or without, you know what I'm saying? Like, the dots have not been connected for our young people. And unfortunately, ladies and gentlemen that are listening, I have to put the blame on you. I do. We are responsible for the lack of history, the lack of respect, the lack of knowledge being taught to our young people. Because what's going to happen is all of the history that our culture has created is going to dissipate. Because our young people don't understand how it happened. And in and in, in, in when we talk about equality and freedom, um, our young people don't understand it because our young parents, our grandparents, um, for these young people aren't taking the time to build that connection to really talk to them. And they're going to learn on a retroactive way as opposed to a proactive way and yet it might not be their world now is what they say it's not my world people could do what they want da, da 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 but the reality is they don't understand because we don't teach them and each generation as a unit is missing the book. is missing the book. is missing the book. so in this conversation of freedom I hope one of the takeaways that all of you get from this topic, it doesn't matter what race you are, doesn't matter what lifestyle you live, do your part and have moments with your children, with your nieces, with your nephews, with the neighbor's kids next door. You have moments where you educate them in a way where you're not lecturing, but you're just creating awareness. Um, so that way they can explore and understand. Without Janet, there would be no Beyonce. You know, without Shaka Khan, there will be no Janet. Like, there is a trial. There is a lineage that happens in entertainment. So it kind of bothered my heart today when when one of the millennials said, well, she's all I know in this time. I don't know who Janet was back in the day. I'm quite sure she might have been great. Pause. You didn't know? Like, like, and that just baffled my mind. And it was funny because there was a Caucasian customer that was there. She just shook her head like, you don't know who Janet Jackson was when she was young? Like, and, and that, that's the disservice. and and then this talk Of freedom, read free your mind To teach your children about Those elements of where we've come So, so much to talk about In this topic, man, I, I don't know I, I guess, see, that's my final bullet For tonight, I don't know, T, what, what's your final Thought, we lost JT, he had a connection Issue, he said he was calling back, but I don't Know, maybe he'll call back before we close out But, uh, but T, what, what are some of Your final thoughts in, in this topic?
2: Was my final
0: thoughts. Yeah, we should. I don't have a. I
2: don't. I don't have no final thoughts because I think this is a continuing okay. conversation. And yeah. like I said earlier, like yeah. this, um, freedom comes at a cost, and if we're mm-hmm. not willing to personally make sacrifices to maintain freedom, then we'll lose freedom. Mm-hmm. So, like yeah. I said before, we need people that are involved in their communities. Which means maybe giving up some of your time to mentor someone, maybe means yeah. hey working on a campaign for someone that's trying to get into office that really has good ideas yeah. that, that can help improve the community. It, it means uh, maybe maybe you know doing something other than sitting around and, and waiting for people other people to maintain your freedom. The very least that yeah. you can do is vote. And be an educated voter That's the very least you can do To maintain your freedom But to to really think about it uh, if if, If you are really worried About the society That we're in Then number one Start by being a better person Being a kinder person Having more love in your heart And then number two Seeing where you can make that sacrifice So that you can help Sustain the, the freedom that the society has. So I'm gonna leave it yes. at. That. It's not a final thought, but you know to be continued.
3: Yes. Oh, and we, got we close out, we're gonna get we gonna get Jay back. I gotta we gonna we going I'm gonna read the comment real quick. We are gonna let Jay talk, and I think it's it's good that we close out the show with comment and John Legend glory. Um, but uh, comment, do you feel free in the USA? If so, why? Why not? Devin says to a certain extent, there is and always will be a fear of crossing the wrong white person and having my freedom taken away because of circumstantial evidence and my inability to pay pay a bail so I'm forced to take a plea the fact that that scenario can happen so easily is unsettling thank you for the comment JT your thoughts
4: my thoughts are I need to run for president and I need all of you to vote for me because I'm gonna take care of business for everybody. Yeah. I'ma handle this. Don't even worry about it. Yeah. We'll vote for J T president. Let's get that going. You're
3: not you're not gonna paint the, the White House red, white, and blue and, I'm and not the gonna, giant over blue. Not blue, blue, it red, white,
4: blue. The, I'm not gonna put giants mm-hmm. blue on it. I will not do that. Okay. Except, Except if they win me. the Super Bowl while I'm in office, I can't make guarantees after that. But uh other than that, vote for me, baby.
3: Get your freedom with JT. <laughs> oh, ladies and gentlemen, we'll catch you guys next week. It's Miss Lee, it's T and JT. I think it's befitting to close out the show with a little glory by Carmen and John Legend. They won a Oscar? Emmy? They won a couple things off of the song. Um, and I think it's has it's got a nice close out um, from the soundtrack Selma. Uh, Martin Luther King's joint, you know we'll catch you next week have a oh, great weekend
0: one day when the glory comes it will be out it will be out oh one day when the war is
5: To the heavens, no man, no weapon formed against yes, glory is destined. Everyday women and men become legends. Sins that go against our skin become blessings. The movement is a rhythm to us. Freedom is like religion to us. Justice is just in us. Justice for all just ain't specific enough. One sun died, the spirit is revisiting us. True and living, living in us. Resistance is us. Victory, the coming of the Lord. My eyes have seen the glory. One day, when the glory comes, it will be ours.